I freely admit to being stressed some of the time. I have my moments where I'm thinking, what the f are we doing? Yeah. Is this, uh, is this the tricycle you want, uh, Con? Yeah, look at it. Look at <laughs> Here dude, we are talking about beverage. our stresses, dude. Dude, it's a beverage cart. Oh, oh, it's a beverage cart. It's an ice chest That's moped tricycle. It's that got an engine. Yeah. Street legal. Two stroke, baby. It's only six hundred fifty bucks. Dude, I guess that's not it too. It probably bad. doesn't work. Look that at would it. look sick in the gym too, though. That won't work yet if we paint it a cool color. It's one word, bitch. It doesn't. Oh. I'm a, I'm cool with that being red. I don't, I, we, we're uh, somewhat allergic to red as a uh, as a group, but uh, you don't have to register it. No, it should be uh, bike like lane, it's a bicycle. Right? Yeah, it's bike lane. If it goes like under twenty five miles an hour, it's bike lane. <sighs> wow. You need to replace the. the Where model. did you find this? Craigslist. I know, but like, were you just looking at it? It like just popped up. Yeah. Oh shit, that's funny. Um, really rare little tricycle. <laughs> it's not. It's, it doesn't work. It, oh, really? it, it, I didn't look that nope. much. Nope. Sat for two years, and after a carb clean, it fires right up. It says the throttle oh. cable is seized at half throttle. Needs replacement. Oh, the throttle cable. That's cheap, dude. Let's look it up. Not if you can't, if it's an antique and it's so rare, it's throttle cable oh, is also rare. It would make a cool weekend project for somebody who knew anything about yeah. that sort of stuff. What, what Connor is trying to tell us is this scooter is currently... I know, it works. It's working? Okay. Yeah. Working's a stretch. It's just something cool. Working's a you stretch. You don't see a beverage cart two-stroke every day. Don't make me Google that. I'll find one. Yeah, we'll and I'll find, find a right hundred thousand of them. Beverage cart, two-stroke beverage cart. We'll find one with worth five hundred that's fully functional. Beverage cart, tricycle. Hmm. Weird, dude. I just found a hundred thousand. <laughs> How many results, Mikey, on that page? Oh, I don't even know. How do you even see that? There's a uh, billion. I think it's at the top. Isn't it at the top? Let's see. There's some motorized, there's some non-motorized. There's some, this one's fucking sick, a cargo electric truck. It almost looks like the things you whip around at the uh, airport, like people sitting in the back, but it's a tricycle. One's got a cooler in the front. Going live on Twitch. This one's fully refrigerated, I believe, though. Full, like, not just a cooler, fully refrigerated for five grand. Well, that's a lot more than 650 though. But that's a cooler. Not refrigerated. Connors. Connors will melt in 100 degree weather. No, you gotta this is refrigerated, ice. I believe. Oh, so this is actually just an ice chest. It is not. I think. Connors? Look at that thing. That thing's yeah. a piece of shit. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, you'll probably get asbestos See, whatever food you eat. But. <laughs> Uh, this is like like just a regular ice chest. But this is fucking... Yeah, it's an ice chest. I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. this is. This is a mobile espresso machine. Oh, well, that's... This thing's turned up. That's a, a, amazing. That one's 2500 The The idea of fully refrigerated to me means that it also cools the rider. And no, that, that I don't think sick. I don't think that's really what it does. But Your knees kind of go on it, so maybe. This one's sick. My Speaking of knees, my, uh, my three-year-old grandson calls... Uh, a a piggyback ride, like mm -hmm. being on my son's shoulders. He yeah. calls that he calls that uh, uh, legs on chest. <laughs> that sounds like uh, how the Russians write um, programs for Americans, like leg press with arms is a bench press, <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that. There's some like old manuals you can find online. It's like that, like like yeah, leg press, leg press with arms, leg press with dude, arms. This one's badass, dude. The the icicle tricycle espresso, <laughs> yeah. You see that one? No, but I saw one like dude, it. Dude, Pinterest has everything, dude. I I don't know why. That oh, that's lit. Sick. Yeah, give that to Jim. Jim will ride around on that thing. We'll sell the shit out of some coffee. I did have an idea for that back in the day to do a, pop up. a coffee pop up. Yeah, but Sacramento, so oh, that is slick. That is pretty cool. The that wood is and everything. Very cool. Yeah. 
a coffee pop up, but our uh, our like it's uh, not electric, f- but yeah, our like food that. truck. We have food truck issues in Sacramento. Stop a little motor in there. Uh, yeah, I can tell you, looking at um, business licensing, that uh, food truck is a sort of separate category. Yeah. and I've heard that they shoe along, and zoning's weird, and uh, they backed a lot of that stuff off. That's good because LA's culture's huge. Yeah, they backed a lot of that stuff off. There's just like. I don't know. We're not gathering very much right now, so yeah, I don't know. True. I don't know how that stacks up. Your food trucks, you think, would be, be huge here, as we're just a foodie town. Well, they have been. They they absolutely have. Yeah, been they've in been the good. Past. I don't know if they still do mofo, but they did used to do. No, it's know, around. I mean, it's still a thing. Yeah. I do think that a coffee one would be sick. It's just I, I have to stop sharing ideas on the internet because me and the boys Dude. came up with an idea. And we're not sure, but we're pretty sure we came up with it two years ago live on Twitch. Okay. And then the exact name and product is now a thing. Filed in 2019, Kyle believes. Do I want to know what it is? Well, I guess it's fine now because someone stole it. it. We don't know. So I, um, I remember like just like, um, from a very young age and it's, it's, it's common. It's common. I have clammy hands. I have clammy hands. And it's part of like tied in my anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Because you have physiological uh, results from from a, like a mental state, right? So I have, I have clammy hands often, and then when I'm gaming and adrenaline's a little high, my mm-hmm. hands are extra clammy, and so sometimes you're slipping around on this thing. I was like, how about we get some gamer goo? And I was like tacky for. I was thinking like chalk like, or tacky for like, gaming. Mm-hmm. And then a company literally came out with a product called Gamer Goo on the words. Like those exactly. words. All one word? Uh, no, two, two words. words. But like that, those exact thing. Yeah, look it up. When I swear it wasn't a thing. Yeah. I, I I think there had been a gamer chalk or something before that. Or gamer grip. There was a gamer grip. Yeah. Before that. But I've never heard of a gamer goo. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. We I think we talked about it a long time ago. I was, yeah, I don't know. I think I was still in Eldorado, Eldorado Hills when Maybe. we talked about that. That was a long and time now ago. It's it's a thing. Two plus years ago, I think. And then Kyle found it on the internet in an article, and someone stole our idea. Yeah, because I saw it pop up, and the person was like, surprisingly, this is a really good product. It's a great idea. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. And then finally. It's so like when you're holding a controller, Jim, when you're gaming. You know? You got to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for the first time ever, the boys gave me credit and said, you know, Mike? Dude, this has, this has you, to You end. have some good ideas. That's what they said to me today in the kitchen, Jim. It was like the first time, like, <sighs> I don't know, I don't have kids, but I imagine it's the first time, like, your kids look at you and you're like, you're pretty cool, Dad. <laughs> That's what it felt like. The, both my kids looked at me and said, Mikey, we need to, I, actually, I think no. Kyle's exact words are, we need to start listening to your ideas. I think that's what he fucking said. I don't think I said that I either. think those are the exact words. I, I think you're absolutely making that up a little bit. No, I think that's exactly what no, you said. No, I didn't say, you know what? We need to start. You always have had What did ideas. you say? We've never turned down your ideas. We've just elaborated more and I'd be like, okay, well, oh, this is what you mean by this? Yeah, hence, actually, let's not talk about that one because that might It's a really good idea. That might become something. What My we're first about. idea, I've had a lot. Actually, this podcast has had a lot. Um, an ice cream buffet was one of my first ideas I thought was really good. Yeah. Because because they they do like, like normally you go by the scoop and then Froyo. <laughs> it's yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah. You're laughing because it's so good. It's stupid. But yeah, go ahead. They normally do fr- uh, ice cream by the scoop and then Froyo's by the ounce, which is weird. So why can't mm. I just pay like 15 bucks? And just ah, go at it. You're not allowed to leave. Yeah, you can't take any to go. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. But you can enjoy. Because sure. I think it's good on both ends. The individual gets an experience of kind of a, just a, you ever been to a, a really nice buffet in Vegas? And then they basically have like a dessert buffet that could be its, its own uh-huh. store. Yeah, and so yeah, that's what made yeah. me think like, oh, this, but just ice cream and in a regular strip mall. And then... It's good on the businessman because how much ice cream can most motherfuckers aren't crazy like me. Yeah. Most people would just eat a normal size ice cream, kinda enjoy the environment and then leave. Yeah. I'll be there for two hours. You get your money's worth. Oh fuck, dude. I'll more so. Burn that place out. I don't know if this maybe I lied. Oh, is this where it's all sold? They're like sponsored by Twitch. Maybe we lied. Maybe no, they're bigger. maybe they're cooler than me. That's I, what I'm saying. But that's that's twenty nineteen that was established. I know, but it says mixer and twitch and shit all over it. Or do you think they just put that in there for <sighs> No, I think they got partnered. I told you it blew up. I Copyright twenty nineteen gamer goo inc. But however, there is no federal registration that matches that for whatever reason. So we gotta file it and sue them? 
Uh, first, uh, U.S. is a first-use nation. So they went. So if you used it first, regardless of when you filed it. Should we do it in the <coughs> U.K. or something? There's got to be a way to, yeah. to be uh, fraudulent so, here. Yeah, like these brings up bad memories because I want to, because I got. I, fraudulent-y things? Y- yeah, yeah. So, you know, just a fraudulent trademark that was filed behind our backs. Just no. minor stuff. Just a minor thing, yeah. yeah. Another idea I had to switch the, to a happier note is, and I'll, I'll give this one away just because I want to use it. Yeah. Chipotle needs a breakfast. Dude, yeah, we've talked about that for yeah. a long time. I talked about it on this podcast five years ago, bro. No way. Yeah, I swear. People don't, like, there's not one single company that does that. One, like a buffet, one like because breakfast. I was used to be upset they only opened at like 11 or 11.30. They recently moved it back to about 10. But for the longest time, they opened up so late. I'm like, I need a fucking burrito. I have to train at one. I need a couple hours before my burrito. Yeah. And then two, breakfast burritos are delicious. Mm-hmm. So how do you not go into Chipotle at 7 in the morning? First option is some kind of maybe vegan option, eggs, scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. or egg whites. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then so we're in the Latin theme. You go to some beans and rice. Mm-hmm. You do or do you don't. You do some some uh, breakfast meats. Maybe like a ground beef. Maybe a bacon. Chorizo. Maybe a chorizo. chorizo maybe yeah, a turkey yeah, yeah. sausage. Mm-hmm. And then maybe some kind of. They could keep their sofrita deals, whatever the vegan thing is. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to your salsas. You move on to your maybe your sour cream. I mean, it's a, yeah, you can have whatever. Come on. Yeah, yeah I don't mm-hmm. know why not. Ham. It's so easy. Chunks of ham. Bacon. Yeah. Breakfast food is so easy. And in a burrito easy. or a bowl, it would work the same. Mm-hmm. One becomes a scramble, one becomes a burrito. The one thing that that makes this a problem in my mind is that I am not a fan of uh, chafing dish scrambled eggs. What does that mean? You know what? It, uh, <laughs> chafing dish or or uh, um, a oh, hot like a, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know but what I'm talking about. Same with like I don't like that meat either, but their meat's pretty fresh because they move through it. Yeah, it can be, although. Sometimes you don't have good potlays. No, you get that chewy stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get the stuff that you know that has been there for a while and yeah. really cooked down. But it's not often. It is, it is like Great Salt Lake salty. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> I think some of that too is just inconsistency in the preparation of the meat. But generally speaking, I feel like they move through the, those tins aren't that big, you know. Mm-hmm. So they move through them decently, <clears throat> and they cook everything fresh. So they could probably scramble up the eggs fresh. It wouldn't be like. You know, like, um, what's the, it's I've had eggs, like cafeteria eggs that are like Yeah, that's fake. what I'm talking about. No, I know, I know. But they or, could do real scrambled, I bet. Or uh, scrambled eggs that you get in a, um, like, breakfast buffet yeah. as part of, like, a yeah. conference and, or something And there's like worse, but yeah. um, they're not great. Or In a burrito? Yeah. In a burrito? I mean, they go the cheap route, too, though. I bet you they're buying the cheapest fucking carton of, mm-hmm. carton yeah. of eggs at True. those places. Like a hotel. So. Yeah, continental. So. continental. Continental breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's all carton eggs, yeah. But the continental is particularly, there's like grain in there. There's like something gross in there. And (laughs) those little omelets, those little little holiday express omelets that look, they all look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So like, how does that happen? And they're slimy. Yeah, they're frozen, whatever. Yeah, but I bet you. Like if you like this stuff, I'm sorry. No one likes it. Yeah. The only shit stuff I like like that is, uh, I like shit coffee sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Good old cup of joe. But like if you're in the middle of nowhere and it's like burnt. Yeah, it's in it's in a really fucking thick mug, so you only get three ounces of coffee in your actual thing. I only am a fan of that if I'm dying. I don't if know I'm why just I like it. Dying, I don't like it at all. However, I did discover a new kind of coffee that I hadn't dealt with before: uh, Cuban espresso. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike's had it before. He's probably the first one to ever have that. I was actually. the first one to ever have it. Cuban on the espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you had the Cubano with us in uh, Jason uh, Calipa. Yeah. And then I had a fucking Authentico with my boy Jacob, our boy Jacob, in a gas station in Miami. Mm. That'll change your life. I do a red eye to Miami, so I'm stupid tired. It lands in Miami at like 6 o'clock in the morning, which is 3 o'clock in the morning, my time. Hop up at the plane, go to, I'm, I don't even remember because I think I'm so tired. And Jacob picks me up. He's like, all right, we're going to the gym. I'm like, all right, fuck. And we do one of those, boys. That'll wake you up. Yeah. I don't do it at home. Yeah, a shit coffee, I'd say, after, like, you know, well, obviously with some food for, like, a hangover. I think get some shit hot coffee. That'll wake your ass up. I, I think a lot of it, for me, up. is the traveling. So, like, I yeah. only have that shit coffee when I'm on the road. Yeah. Like, I don't go to a diner here. I guess sometimes. Yeah. But not really. You know, it would be, like, because I'm on the road. I don't eat breakfast when I'm at home. So, when I'm on the road, maybe I would. You do a little diner. Even a hotel. A little shit coffee hotel. Denny's coffee. That's us. That, that one. Oh, yeah, wow. Right. 
Yeah, I actually somebody that I follow on uh, on Twitter, uh, um, who was in the uh, original cast of uh, Hamilton, used to do oh, a little uh, cafecito before um, before performances. Oh yeah, like yeah. everyone would congregate in his uh, yeah his dressing room, and he would use one of those little stovetop espresso that's machines mom, to make this stuff. That's my mom rocks a cafecito machine. Cafecito, Ooh, cafecito. What um what do you make it though? You make it an espresso, and you just shoot it. Uh, so far I've just put it, I have a, I have a French press thermal mug oh. and I, that's pretty much what I make it. My wife doesn't drink coffee anymore, so she, yeah, gastrointestinal reflux issues. Ac- acidy coffee. Acidy. So she can't really handle like decaf cold brew she can do, she, but yeah, but this yeah, cold, cold brew is supposedly not acidy. Yeah. It's not so much. I think, I, I think that once your, uh, esophagus and stuff gets you know, irritated, sen- sensitized, yeah. like all kinds of stuff can set it off. And so, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, this stuff is really good. I've been drinking it right now, and I got like a giant thing of it. Got like two and a half or two and a quarter pounds for like, this is 19 bucks. I paid less than that. I paid like 17 something. You, you know what sensitizes your stomach? Concrete in your that'll, every orifice of your body. That'll for fuck three you weeks. up forever. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're talking dude. about the grinding situation. Yeah, I threw my shoes out on the way out. You guys didn't notice. I was going to do a ceremony, and then I was like, I'll just. Check I still them. have a pair of those <laughs> shoes. Yeah, I threw them out in my car. Oh, the, oh I know you're talking about. Yeah. And then I lost another pair to uh, fixing the holes in the concrete. Yeah, yeah I just oh, threw I mine bet. out. Yeah. They were like sitting at the bottom of the stairs. I'm like, uh, hopefully that mess is over. We're not going to have to do that again. Yeah, and I'm not going to wear these. We got to figure out what we're doing in the uh, in the back room. For those of you who are wondering, we um. If you have not experienced it, you can go to the Third uh, Street Barbell Instagram and look at pictures there, or, or go to Mike's uh, YouTube channel. And Sadly, see though, the all the work that we did there, the Instagram makes it look like good. Oh, the oh, just the grind before. Well, the ju- stain? or just like the pictures, like Connor yeah, took yeah, good yeah, pictures. Yeah, so, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Mike has like this thing in his hand, but it's not like it doesn't make it's it look not, like raunchy. Yeah. Yeah. And even the videos are like obviously well, you know what I mean. You don't, don't show the you process. don't know how super yeah, yeah. awful it was. It created right. like clouds. We had three different grinding machines over the course of a week. It cost five hundred bucks we for used, the week. I think when, at the worst, I was using a, a mask every like half hour because the mask yeah. was black. And yeah. I told someone that like you're gonna die, like bitch. I I know, like I didn't have an option. What do you want me to do? Yeah, and and the like respirator style mask with the. Yeah, it was full. Yeah, yeah. yeah, full, and you can't get the cartridges, and you can't get more masks. And it's yeah, like, what do people um, want me to do? You yeah. think I want to do this? We got a little, a little bit of gray lung to go around. What's a little bit of gray lung among friends, really? Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, my body will heal. We we didn't really have a lot of choice. If we were wanting no. to do it, we'd like yeah, fifteen grand was our other choice. <laughs> if Derek yeah. Zoolander can work in the mines, yeah, we can grind a little concrete. Yeah, yeah. people work in coal mines all the goddamn time. They're yeah. alive. Uh, yeah, that's where Black Lung came from, though. I know, but they're alive. Y- yeah, their well, the, their lifespan's shortened for sure. sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but the thing is, like, this is. But a, they don't own a cool gym from it. This is a. This was a week. <laughs> this is yeah. a week. Yeah. This was not. Hours. There's still dust in the back room. The but the back room grinding's done. Yeah, you know, we're gonna sweep it, we'll it and then we're gonna yeah, figure yeah. out yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Sweep it and paint it. So for uh, another thing, for those of you who are playing along at home, um, the the back room that will be the media studio, whatever, is still a shambles. Um, the rest of the gym's coming together slowly but surely. Yeah, but that back room. The rest um, of the gym passes the eye test. Yeah, the back room does not pass the eye test and does not pass the camera test because no. um, we are still dealing with. Uh, Many a thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, basically, everything's hung up on the rodent issue. We um, mm-hmm. this the building was uh, empty for a period of time. Sometime, I think, sometime in maybe to actually December. My my investigative work tells me December to when we got the key in June. So Not, essentially six months. Yeah, I think it's worse, longer, maybe seven. I don't know. That I, I discovered a picture that was posted from the inside that from from mm. early December. So. So anyway, uh, yeah. So the like rats took up residence. It became a rat hotel on the back there, and uh, we are slowly but surely trying to get rid of them. Um, and it has not been a fast process. And uh, now we need to to uh, hopefully we're at the point where we can tear the walls up a little bit and find out where they're all coming in. Try to seal that off as much as possible, and we can start the process of putting it all back together. Well, the rest of us put together. Bathrooms are usable. 
We're changing lights. Yeah, Welcome to our update show. Yeah, really. This is our update show. Yeah, the uh, lights we have to change. We've spent, mm, I want to say, uh, over 700 bucks upgrading the lighting in that that bathroom. Maybe yeah. a little bit more than that. Um, uh, and paint. Exhaust fan on the way. Exhaust fan on the way. We've we've spent mm, a few thousand bucks on 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 paint and stuff. For and, sure. And uh, redoing the floors. Yeah. As I said, the grinding the floor on our own was, you know, four or five hundred bucks. Um, this probably two grand of material. Yeah, probably so. Probably a thousand in paint for the walls. I just wrote a couple grand deposit check for the insurance. We got insurance and equipment on the way. Yeah, equipment on the way. Par- partial initial order of equipment, tens of thousands of dollars. Custom. Apparel on the way. Custom apparel, also thousands of dollars. We have to do lighting change for general vibe, updating and, it from the 80s. And, um, uh, and co- you know, uh, energy efficiency. For the and greenies. Brightness. Yeah. And then uh, electrical conduits. We need to move around. We need a couple more outlets because uh, yeah, retail space. It's a whole part of the place that does not really have, out, have yeah. outlets at all. And then we're in the conversation, the though. It sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot. It's just the amount of time it's going to take between now and when we when we can open. And then there's the issue of being able to open, period. And then which there's is COVID. not in our hands. So much of it is not in our hands. It's like, I don't know, we're in the, the end of the f- first... F- of three phases, maybe in terms of uh, of our our ownership of this place, our stewardship of this building, maybe for the first third being the the heavy renovation part, which the seems s- kind of coming to a close. Yeah, the second third being um, uh, probably getting equipment. Yeah, equipment yeah. and and doing the furniture, like, furniture finishing touches mm-hmm. of the yeah. the. Um, Accent the walls, we didn't mention that. Accent walls. So the, every stuff. wall is just painted gray. It's mostly concrete in the gym, but that's obviously bland. But we don't want to style up like everybody else styles up. So we don't want to just throw graffiti everywhere, or flags everywhere, or branding everywhere. So we're throwing in a couple like metal accent walls to kind of vibe up the the modern industrial boutique vibe. So that that's a couple hundred again, maybe grand, but waiting. Trying to find the right metal and how we're going to do it, yeah, and how exactly. we're going to frame it, it to look good. What it's yeah, what Actually, it's going to look like. Yeah. In my mind, the th- the the third f- phase starts when we're actually able to sign up members. Sure. And what that whole experience a is a launch be phase. Like. Yeah, the launch phase, business uh, phase. Yeah, and and also mm-hmm. like the phases or like the obstacles are all. Um, there's like phases within that or obstacles within the phase that are independent but like going at the same time so like getting the equipment because of covid yeah has been an obstacle of its own like covid being an obstacle of its own uh you know like apparel during covid or just apparel being unique and i've i've experienced we all have experienced with a lot of different companies and marketing and branding and but because it's not because it's actually unique clothing it's not just like print a logo on a fruit of the loom tea mm-hmm. there's obstacles i've been going against there and like these are all phase ones yeah like you said so yeah. phase twos will have its own thing um another part of phase one it was really trying to figure out what equipment is going in the place and we still don't know <coughs> i mean we, we know s- we haven't really locked that down yet we have a pretty good idea we know what equipment we don't know how it's going to look or where that, it's going to yeah, go yeah we had like or how it's going to go we know where ish we had discussions about what is it going to look like and which vendors it's going to come from and which vendors can actually accommodate us and what we can get used and where we can and what that will look like when we actually get it in the building. And then um, completely aside from that, it's like our first our first big equipment quote was a little bit of a gut punch because yeah. it was it was con- it was more than we were anticipating in for that amount of stuff. But there's a, yeah, there was some randomness in there that we just didn't need. And and um yeah, and I think that that part of it is is really trying to pare down to what do we actually actually need and then what can we accommodate um if we have to have six foot distancing and people are not using or not necessarily lifting too much together or whatever. I don't really know how tight that's going to be when it comes right down to it. But I just, I know we don't want members getting sick. So what the hell's up with customer service in 2020? 
That's a good question. I've had, I was tweeting, shout out to our boy Brad Loomis, owner of uh, 3DMJ and the homies Eric Helms and Birdo and great, great crew out there. Brad was tweeting me too. I was like, I was like, man, I haven't dealt with the shittiest customer service over the last couple months than I, in my whole life. Mm-hmm. In my and, whole life. And it's a, and it's like critical to us now. Because well, it's critical. I think it's always so critical. Like, you go to McFlurry, you go get a McFlurry McDonald's and you know the machine's going to be out. But if they just nicely tell you it's out. Yeah. It's fine. I, I understand COVID. I understand maybe you're working at home. I understand maybe you're on the cutting block. Maybe you're about to get fired. <coughs> I understand there's probably less people working in, in your company right now. Mm. Guess what? I'm a fucking business owner. I'm doing the same things myself. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And you still can do your job to the best of your ability. Yeah. And if it, the effort it takes you to type a email is just a one out of ten. And then the effort it takes you to be nice in that email is the exact same effort it is to be mean in that email mm-hmm. or to be short in that email. or mm-hmm. to, Bro, you ain't getting paid by the letter. Mm-hmm. Just type me a little letter. Just say, hey, hey, man, rough time over here at so-and-so company. I'm not going to mention names even though I should blast your ass. Hey, it's, it's a little tough over here. We're a little undermanned. Sorry I'm, uh, sorry I'm a little late to get back to you. Let me see what I can do for you to help you. Out. Ah, checked with my manager. I can't really do much right now, but... If you give me a week, if you give me a month, or check this route, or here's some resources that can maybe help you, mm-hmm. or just flat out, I really can't help you. I, I am so, so sorry. I can't help you. I, well, I wish you the best. Give me one of those. Yeah. Even if it's fake. Yeah. That's customer service. Yeah. And instead, I'm one tick away from shredding you on the internet. <laughs> and that doesn't seem worth it, except that, you know, people who don't care. People they don't, don't care. They don't care. Uh, a thing that I did a couple months ago, and I've got the free version of Grammarly, and it runs on everything. Oh, yeah. I think it sucks down quite a bit of power on my phone for whatever reason, because it seems to be running all the time. But on the computer, it's not bad. You're writing an email, and it gives you a little score over the side, and it tells you how good your email is. No, well, it, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But the thing it it does is is also tells you tone. Oh, like, hey, you're in a bitch tone right now. Yeah, so it's like, oh, really? it'll yeah, go from happy shit. face to like a... F- we need that know? for Kyle. Yeah. Happy it, faces only. Yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it forces you to think about the tone of your, right. of your thing. I mean, I'm looking for neutral to happy most of the time. Sure. Every once in a while, I'm angry. Yeah. And I, and I like to reinforce that as well. You're but an I want to be yeah. I want to be angry in a way that is productive. When and you not also just, like, if say fuck you and you know you don't yeah. want that grumpy face when you're trying to be happy. Right. And that's the issue here is I I don't think these people are meaning to be rude or short or but they're not even putting a hair and a thought into mm-hmm. the communication. And maybe they're dealing with tons and tons of emails in the course of the day. But but you know I don't care. Yeah, I don't care really either because yeah. if if I <laughs> I've were done in it. The, if I were in that situation, I would have a file open that had sentences with a ha- kind of happy crap that you 100%. need to throw in. And actually, I've got on on my Gmail, I've got um, a kind of weird predictive beta thing that they have going on that if you start typing a sentence, it will like yeah. finish it for you. And, 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 and it's like either to the neutral or to the nice or whatever yeah. and on its own. And you don't have to really put that much effort into it i mean i but if it were me and i were in the in a situation like that i would just i'd be copy pasting those things and yeah. just just it, to save yourself keystrokes and to save your customer or your potential customer the frustration of reading some completely uncaring bullshit thing i think there's two big issues i have one is that the companies i'm talking about are in still the scope mom and pop companies Mm. in the scope I'm not dealing I'm not talking about American Airways or McDonald's where I can have empathy too but it's still your fucking job if you think you're underpaid and you're working at one of these huge corporations still do your job your job is to be nice customer service literally the job of customer service is just to be nice that's it Mm -hmm. serve me you know I mean here's the thing like I work we work for a business Um, that business could be in a potential potential position to hire somebody like you in the future. Any of it. Yeah, any of it. Or you know? just just like, again, the world sucks in so many ways. Right? Just be nice. Mm-hmm. Just write a nice email. And then and then my other issue, fuck, I already forgot it. So it's the mom and pops. Well, I guess the other one is that uh, the majority of the companies I'm dealing with aren't like scammers and they aren't, they're like good company, like they make good stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not coming at you hot. I've dealt with a, I've worked for scammy companies mm-hmm. and and the people coming at me hot, hot and personal. 
Mm-hmm. And I've still been nice as a customer service rep. I've customer service rep like four big companies, multi-million companies, dollar companies, and and I've customer service for them. And I'm still in there, in there, and not all of them were scammy, one or two, and they'd come at me, and I would still, you know, we're taking their money or membership's a little weird, and so you're getting charged a little extra, mm-hmm. or, and they're coming at me hot. And I'm still nice. You still try to figure it out. You still try to give them the best resources, mm-hmm. you know? And so if your company's doing good things and I'm not coming hot, it's so easy. It's so fucking easy just to be nice. That's it. That's it. I wonder, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if those companies prioritize, like, complaint emails like what you're talking about versus, like, yeah, someone's like, hey, uh, uh, maybe. which they should obviously handle both in the 100%, but it's like, yeah, maybe. I wonder if they're like, hey, if someone's bitching at us about this or this, like, those have yeah, to calm go to them the top. Down. Those have to be, but uh, I don't. I mean, still, they're big companies that I'm talking about. Yeah, they're yeah. mom and poppy, but they're at the bigger scale. And I just don't. I there. I, I literally can't think of a single reason to have a short or non-helpful customer service in the year 2020 when every business is online. I can't think of a single reason. I don't care if you're short-handed. You you can get to emails. Mm-hmm. You can pay one dude, and they can. Bang. If you go 10 hours banging emails, you can bang emails. I've done it. It's just not that hard. You run out of emails. Ten hours. You Maybe. think? You think so? Yeah, I've yeah. done a ton of emails. It's a lot. You really whip through it. Yeah. I have another topic if you're ready to move. Um, I was just gonna say I was gonna try to cap this off and say what, uh, what any, what are the any, uh, what are any other of the frustrations that we've been dealing with? Oh. Um, that was probably the biggest one. Not not even getting emails back. And so so shout out to my local company. I love my fucking city, bro. I shot out four emails this week trying to get some quotes on some business. I'm trying to give you money. And I, I got an answer one out of five. Yeah. That's actually like, what's the, common, what yeah. are you doing? Like yeah. what are you doing? How are you running a company? How do these companies survive out there? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm so worried about optimizing what I do. Answering emails like level one. That's level f- answering DMs on my Instagram every day. <laughs> yeah. For a decade, then my emails, then my tweets, mm. then my comments on mm. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Like, if I can do that for my personal brand, let alone the businesses I own, you're a little company that has no internet following. And mm. that's not a flex. That's just I have more people, more more eyes to answer. And when your only eyes to answer are your inquiry emails on your website, mm-hmm. and you can't do that, and you're a local specialty shop, in Sacramento, California, which isn't that big, you're not doing something right, man. And then why are you doing it? Why are you fucking owning a company? Because these companies, I know they don't have a customer service rep. Like they're right. they're some of them are like construction-y companies that we've been talking to. Yeah, you can't even fucking email me back. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, well, typically the way it's going is um, uh, they're all so busy that they don't really need us. Uh, some, but even that. Again, like that's, that, just, that's not a good excuse. Yeah, it's just, that's just the worst. It's a little bit of reality. Because then, as soon as someone comes to me, like, hey, I need this kind of piping, or I need this kind of woodwork, or I need this kind of cement work, I'm gonna be like, hey, these guys fucking suck. They didn't even answer my email. Yeah. So your longevity, of your business, you're done. Yeah, I've had times where where somebody was really not good in terms of of customer service, and then then they've come back to me later. Sure. And and I'm pretty upfront and say, hey, you know, like, I didn't have a good experience in this, like. If you want to make it this a better experience, let's go forward. Yeah, but, I hate it. I just don't get gonna, why. Yeah. If you're going to f- screw me over. Same thing, though. The opposite, too. Like, when people are just bitches in line. If you're in line and you're, you're Target or you're fucking at McDonald's and you're rude to the person, we're like, fuck you. I don't care if you had yeah. a bad day. Be nice. That's just say, hey, worst, man, thank yeah. you. Or your waiter. Just say thank you. Now, I will freely admit that there have been times when I'm super frustrated with stuff. And it's primarily because somebody... Is you know they're they're a lower wage employee and they're sticking to the rules that they that they've been sure. you know given, but they're not putting any thought at all into how the, it's all actually supposed to work. Right. So I will lean in heavily on those people sometimes and say, yeah. look, I understand that this is this is out of your out of your purview, but I would like you to carry this feedback <laughs> to the person who whoever it was that gave you these right. rules. And tell them this is why it doesn't work. But that's if there's an issue. If yeah. you're just buying a pack of gum oh, and you yeah, had a bad day, you're not a bitch to that guy. No, I've, no. I've no. been around you. But people are. Yeah. I mean, both ways. And the customer service guy, right? I, hey, I, I'm sorry. Your daughter was rude to you at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Don't take that out on my email right now. I'm trying to buy some shit from your company. I think the rudest I've been to anybody in a while is a couple of years ago. I went to see Joe Rogan and the person behind me spilled a red wine all down my back of my chair i was not very happy about that and it was like i could see it coming yeah it's one of those oh you're already drunk yeah you're dumb and here here this comes so i was like that's a 
I was I was not happy. That's the not whole company time. to company. That's just one drunk idiot. Yeah, which yeah. Isn't. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your other the other the one other thing? Sound of my thought of sellouts in the internet, and I forgot what, but uh, I forgot what I was doing. I'll, let me just throw out for yeah. just a moment: people who are continuing to share um, wishful thinking conspiracy shit videos currently driving me crazy on social media yes driving I, me crazy so i think um the, the Rico conspiracies because i i uh, that, that, I wom- that woman who says she's a doctor she runs a clinic out of a out of a strip mall and she doesn't deal with with actual like in the hospital sick patients sure. and she believes in demon sperm so i don't i don't need to know i don't need yeah. to know anything more about that to know that you shouldn't fucking share it and when you see something that's that far out you should go Huh, I should probably investigate this a little bit before I jump into that's the issue with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, conspiracy or not, nutrition fact, uh, basketball fact, it doesn't matter. Retweets are so easy and people don't fact check Um, at all. all. And and, and Google, in a way, is a fact check, but like there's so many SEO weirdness. You know, you really, if you want to put your name behind something and to me a retweet means you're putting your name behind something you got you got to spend some time and read what's going on yeah and and then to the other one of that is it's white coat bias it happens everywhere this guy's a doctor and this or that and uh, say so he's a doctor and but but then he's talking on a different topic so many doctors in the in the doctors in the realm of of exercise and nutrition and stuff sure. are not doctors they don't have doctorates in anything right. that's related and they're not medical doctors either. Or opposite. Like, you could be a medical doctor and then you're talking on lifting. Or you're yeah. a medical doctor and then you're talking on COVID, but you deal with feet. Yeah. And you're a medical doctor, you know, and this and that. And, and and then the other, like, that's all white coat bias. And then white coat bias goes deeper when you just assume that someone struggled with Adderall to get through five years of school, that they're intelligent or know everything. Mm-hmm. There's good doctors, there's bad doctors. There's yeah. smart doctors, there's dumb doctors. There's a way to apply things or not, and that's the same. There are good medical schools and bad medical schools. There's same with every job everywhere. Yeah. And most people, I think, see that in jobs, like, oh, this is a good lawyer. Like, he really knows his stuff. This is a bad lawyer. But in doctors, for some reason, like, well, he's a doctor. My doctor said, yeah, who the fuck's your doctor? Yeah, um, that appeal to authority. People just mm-hmm. yeah, just buy that hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah, fitness. You got yeah. some, you got some abs. Yeah, you can teach <clears> me about you yeah. can teach me about training. You got some abs. It's just it's again. It does kind of go back to research and and what you want to uh, how deep you want to look into the truth mm-hmm. or how much you just want to. Yeah, it's like well, how many people are going to tell a doctor or when they're sitting there? Like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. No. They'll be like, well, that's kind of like how we were talking about, about training. Yeah. Like if I'm new to training and I walk up to you, Jim, and go, hey, man, how do I how do I squat? And you say something that's outlandish that Mike would be like, that's completely wrong. I would be like, oh, right. okay. Or like, Jim's squatting know. more than me. And yeah. Oh, exactly. like, yeah, I'll go listen to that guy. Why would I listen to this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For, You'd be like, oh, well. Yeah, like accomplishment and form are sort of different things. Yeah, all of it is. Yeah. And knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, who are you going to question? Now, I have that knowledge. Now, my buddy who's getting into lifting, I'm like, yeah, man, you do this. What you told me, that's like bad. And that's just, tr- and it just goes from there. And then it's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, forever. Yeah. This turns into a, that snake eating its own tail mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. yeah. Then you got a bunch of shitty squatters. Yeah. And that's what we have. For sure. So, do you, did you. My sellout theory? Yes. So, I was thinking on sellouts. I think I had posted something. Oh, it was fucking. Uh, I did. I did a a, a Twitch deal with Nesquik, right? Uh-huh. They make chocolate milk, uh-huh. right? I I take no sponsorships, and I didn't sign a year, five year contract with Nesquik. Mm-hmm. We did a little partnership, mm-hmm. right? They make chocolate milk. I, I I drank their chocolate milk a lot as a kid. I love chocolate milk. It's, it's hard to dislike their chocolate milk, right? Mm-hmm. And I post it. And I put a little caption <laughs> like, "Yeah, man, keeping me fueled while I'm gaming my tits off or something," you know. <laughs> <laughs> and some guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, dope, cool, Nesquik, Nesquik, Nesquik." And and I'm obviously this is just from a creator standpoint because oh, the one sore thumb is the one that got uh, me, right? right. Some kid said like, "Oh, all of a sudden you're like Nesquik," <laughs> <laughs> like bitch. It's not like I've gone for ten years on the internet saying, "Man, I really hate chocolate milk," and then all of a sudden I see a check, yeah. and then I'm like, "Chocolate milk, chocolate milk, yeah. chocolate milk," right? Like, so sellouts, and that's what made me start thinking about sellouts, and so. And I, I talked about this. Uh, who asked me? Oh, uh, uh, our friend Mariel's little brother's doing a. a, a he was doing a, a, a research project oh, yeah. to graduate college hmm. on uh, Twitch streamers. Hey, UCLA, right? Yeah, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. So he came over to the house and interviewed me, 
um, and I forgot what the question. He his was on uh, celebrity status as Twitch streamers. And obviously, my Twitch is small, and I would never call myself a celebrity. So I spoke on what I would assume my bigger YouTube friends or what some of these mm-hmm. guys go through, and selling out, and how they're treated, and how they're judged, and how someone who creates content on the internet gets critiqued versus America's stereotypical celebrity, mm-hmm. right? So you see Tom Cruise in a movie every three years. He gets critiqued a month after that movie comes out saying his part in that movie was good or bad. That movie was good or bad, right? His work in that movie mm-hmm. was good or bad. He probably gets bugged at stores and stuff for sure. He's a yeah. celebrity, right? Tom Cruise goes on 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 uh, a Nike commercial or whatever the fuck, sunglasses commercial for the new Top Gun movie. And you're like, all right, Tom Cruise is getting paid. He's promoting these glasses, right? I don't ever, you never talk about like Michael Jordan sold out to Nike. Like it doesn't make sense. Some people may, but. Yeah, uh, but like the majority, right? It just doesn't make sense. It's Michael Jordan. He wears sneakers when he plays basketball. They made really good sneakers together. Plus we like it. It's cool. He got paid an insane amount of money to wear these sneakers, right? And it all paid back, whatever. I'm not talking about the business sense. But somebody in the content creating space, at least how it started in the early 2000s, 2010s, it's gotten weird now. But it started as, and I hate these words because they're overused, but like an organic, authentic creator. Somebody mm-hmm. showing themselves why podcast is cool. We talk for an hour. I can't put out uh, how many hours of podcast do we have in the world? A lot. Thousands of hours. Yeah. I can't fake. I'm not that good of an actor. I don't know if anyone yeah. is. Thousands. Of, even a movie. Right? Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in a movie is acting for, what, a total of 45 minutes he's on screen. Right? He, you're not acting for thousands of hours. Right? This yeah. is just who we are at this point. Right? It's organic. It's authentic. And that's hopefully why people began to listen and began to watch and began mm-hmm. to relate and began to learn And because I can teach you what I fucked up on. I can teach you what I learned. So when then that individual goes and sells something to you, they are stamping who they are on it. Right. As same as when you're critiquing them, you're critiquing them as like a human. You can say like, yeah, I don't really like Mike's uh, content. All right. That doesn't hurt my feelings. And that doesn't like attack me as a human because you don't like my content. It doesn't call to you or you don't learn from it or you don't enjoy it. Cool. When you're like, most of the comments are attacking us, right? As yeah. people. Right, Mike is stupid. Mike is fat. Mike is weak. Okay, all right. Okay, I get it. Mike's got a big nose. Okay, I get it. Right, and so then same thing when when they're selling products. Though I find it's not like I guess what I want or I wonder is why are they so easy to critique like a content creator as like a person or what they do, but they don't even once. But then when they sell stuff, then they put them in like that celebrity category, and they're just saying like, yeah, they're just selling stuff. Like, there's so much trash being sold on my Instagram and Twitter. Not my personal one, but on my feed. Mm-hmm. Trash products, low quality, that literally have no science, don't work, that are just selling you false hope. And I don't see any negativity around it. But as soon as, you know, you do something else, like normal, or I just try to teach for free, or I'm getting ripped. And the other people get ripped, too. I yeah. can obviously just spoke for me. Like, how does that work? Like, how do you not see that this individual is now stamping their name? Hey, I'm Mike Farr, and this is by this, and this sh- shit sucks. Yeah. And why do, why do you follow those people? It's just this huge new sociology thing, yeah. you know? And I don't have a point to any of this. But <laughs> I guess my point is that I can differentiate easily in my head that... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal hopping on a Papa John's commercial. He's either getting paid or I know for a fact he owns Papa John's. Mm. He's selling pizza. Cool, man. I think that's cool. One, it's just pizza, so you can't really go wrong. Two, it's Shaq. This is his job, right? But now in this organic, what's supposed to be so cool evolution of how we absorb content through YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitch, Twitter, podcasts, so unique that you're just so intertwined with your communities and your audience these creators, I guess, are taking advantage of that. And mm. that's what irks me. They're taking advantage of what was something so cool. No one knows who the fuck Kevin Hart or Will Smith is. I love Will Smith and Men in Black. I don't know a fucking thing about them. Mm-hmm. But you watch the shit out of Omar Isoff, and I'm telling you firsthand, <clears throat> that's Omar Isoff. Yeah. The dude's lived in my house for months. That's Omar Isoff. You really get an insight into that human. If you like his content, you like that human. That's fucking cool. You don't, that, there's no, you know, it's like a real connection. And there's a real trust there. Mm-hmm. And Omar's one of the few that doesn't take advantage of that trust, right? But there's all these other motherfuckers in every category. I just know fitness, obviously, well, but comedy, makeup, whatever it might be. And you're taking advantage of your audience, selling them dog shit. And the audience is just sitting there soaking it up. 
All these little, I hate the term too. We talk about it too. A bunch of little sheeple running around. It's not my favorite expression. But, but because yeah, everyone's I mean, using yeah. it now, if, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you don't call a conspiracy out, you're a sheeple. Yeah. Or if you don't buy one. Yeah, you're a sheeple. sheeple. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's the one that particularly. But on both sides, you're a sheeple from both sides. Yeah. You yeah, can't no, be woke sure. to every party anymore. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm, everyone thinks I'm sleepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like with the cell thing, if if it's not a ref- like. It kind of has to be like a reflection of the creator, sure, in some way. But like, if it's something that's not hurting, like, like as a someone who can, consu- like, if someone consumes silent mic lifting video and stuff like that, you would think they'd be like, "Oh, dude, this is dope!" Like, Mike got a, he's getting some money for supporting or you know, shouting out uh, Nesquik and stuff like that. You're like, "Oh, dude, hell yeah, get the bag," kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and most because- are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think where it starts getting into that area of like, okay, this is kind of weird is when it's no longer a reflection of their character. Well, it's not timeshares. It's chocolate milk. It's well, for exactly, me, I, exactly. I, I, mine was yeah, just the, yeah. what that is just what triggered my <laughs> thoughts on the selling out. Like I wasn't that offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. how many, and then I'm scrolling through Instagram, and you'll go to somebody's page, at least in the fitness space, and five out of ten posts are promoting a different company, not even the same company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. all the products are either insanely generic, and maybe that's me being judgmental, or they actually are hocus pocus. Yeah, and we get, we've had many a uh, very expert guests on this show proving their hocus pocus. Right, all the main products I'm talking about, and they're still in the comments. Are like, look good, homie? Hey, Jack. Hey, look great, girl. Hey, oh, I'm gonna buy that. Oh, use your code. Nice. Yeah, and 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 I, I guess both sides. I want responsibility of the creator to not break that trust mm-hmm. and to have a backbone in what they do and not just get the bag for no reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then, counter to that, I want the audience and I want everyone out there in the world to take responsibility in what you're absorbing, what you're promoting. Because as soon as you buy that, as soon as you double tap that, as soon as you elevate that person's voice, now you're elevating more fraudulent activity to me. Like, to me, you're almost a fraud. The thing I do appreciate about Instagram and this stuff is if somebody is in a paid partnership, it actually says. Well, you have to. Yeah, well, not everybody does. Yeah, well, they go to jail. <clears throat> I mean, it's the law now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you get fined. I'm joking, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the law now. Uh, but even still, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's just something. I something I hate about the industry. I just absolutely hate it. Yeah. With the selling out, you have to point to something when you're saying selling out. You know, and it's like, oh, you're selling out. Like, how the fuck are you selling out to something that has like protein and shit? Like, like it's not CBD oil or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, that's it's, my point, yeah. It's like, it, you have to point to something. You can't just say, oh, sell out. No, dude, you have to point to something and say, this is why you're selling out. You're you're sponsoring a product, so you're making some money on a product. I don't understand. Like, You have to look at something. And it's saying, like, Mike, Mike's insanely picky, man. I could tell you that. Like, insanely, insanely picky about uh, even the littlest thing. If, if an email is worded kind of weird, he'll be like, nah, man, I don't like the way this guy's vibe is. We're out. Yeah, like, literally, that happens all the time. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm a hater. Like, it, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, not a fun. huge fan of the um, the template letter. No, no, I'll never. And that. Uh, we get a lot of yeah. that. We get a whole lot yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily respond to any of those unless it's a product I think might be interesting. And then, and then so often, even if it's a product that's interesting, the terms are shitty. Yeah, yeah. You don't course. really get anything. I mean, it's it's very unbalanced. Yeah, and <clears throat> and not worth it. It is just a psychology game because, like, if you sell everything all the time, yeah, you might not have like the same engagement. But eventually, people just get used to it, and they're never going to call you sellout. Yeah, but I take yeah. one partnership every two years. Yeah, you know, bust it. And again, it's not about me. I, I actually wasn't that offended by that because it's so ridiculous. Like, oh my god, bro! I, I told you to drink uh, the most famous chocolate milk company in the world. Screw me. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> you know what I mean. Like, it's I, I really am not offended at all. But but what I am offended at is the content creators that take advantage, and I'm really offended that audiences out there give you you give life to these creators yeah. they're nothing without the followers and they're nothing without the audience and they're nothing without you give them a voice mm-hmm. and i think both ends need to take responsibility and, and you can trickle out all the way down as far as you personally want to go right where you put your dollars is where you're putting your vote yeah, right yeah. and i'm not that extreme with a lot of my views right so i don't let that trickle down but it's layers to it and when you're elevating a voice that's putting out false information sharing products mm-hmm. or selling products it that tarnishes you it tarnishes the whole industry yeah right and 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 those, I, those people will buy any stupid idea let's, exactly let's send them you know off on a tangent 
Right. And to then buy the, some stupid thing. And the creator, too, whether they're doing that purposely <laughs> or maliciously or not, I'm not saying they're all malicious, but they yeah. don't put thought into, like, oh, this guy wants to pay me this much. Why have this platform? Yeah, I'll do it. Rather than, like, what does this reflect on me? Mm-hmm. They're thinking about more. It's different mm-hmm. when you're acting, was my point. 100%. 100% yeah. Intention. When yeah, I'm yeah. acting, if someone wants to hire the character Silent Mike to go in an insurance commercial on TV, I'm probably not going to think twice. But as soon as they say, hey, Mike Farr, you're posting this on social media to the audience that you've worked 10 years to gain their trust. Yeah. And here's, you know, $1,000 to talk about this dog shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about dog shit. And that's maybe just where my moral line is. And I do understand people want to make money. I get it. I understand yeah, capitalism. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's how all this stuff works. I, yeah. Social people can make money on social media because they create followings. And then people pay to get access to their audience. Sure. It's the same thing with. YouTube is the same thing it. with podcasts. Um, these entertain- even our podcast though, like in a podcast, to me, that's there's layers to it. Our podcast, we do run commercials at the beginning of our podcast. They're not really sponsorships. Some, you know what I mean? Like we're we're voicing an opinion, we're voicing a billboard for mm-hmm. a company, which is different than me stamping my name. Like this company partnered with me, they sponsor me. I'm part of this company, mm-hmm. right? That's different to me too, and even. With that, you and I have rejected just as many yeah. as we've accepted. Yeah, and then the other the other piece of that being that um, if you're not, uh, and even if you are accepting um, ads from outside sources, you create things that are your own and you promote them sure. for sale. Sure, which a little creativity, hard work. Yeah, that's a whole another exactly. topic. Exactly. Topic you can get me fucking ranting on. Yeah, I think we will see a number too on Instagram a lot of the time. So like, oh, this person has 1.5 million followers. Okay, they're selling this product. I think it's more desensitization, for sure. Honestly, too, it's like, oh, well, one point five. Oh, okay, they're promoting that. Yeah, it must be all right. You know, it must yeah. be. Sometimes it's like, no, that product is absolute shit. Like you're paying forty bucks for nothing, that kind of thing. A but, lot of that, you know, even just Instagram ads that are just they're not partnerships with people; they're just ads or whatever. I take a lot of that stuff as just um, information, like being exposed sure. to something that you wouldn't necessarily have known about sure. otherwise. Instagram is really good about that, to be honest, yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that you know, and some of it is complete bullshit, and some of it's helpful, right? You mm-hmm. know, but it's the same when you buy any product, right? I guess that's the thing is that like when you endorse something mm-hmm. as an individual creator. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of weight in that. You're putting your, at least I am. And maybe, again, people don't see it the same as I do. And you guys are going to be out there like, man, Mike really sounds like a hater. I'm really bitter over someone hating him, drinking Nesquik. Like, fuck you. I'm not mad. What I'm saying, I'm just trying to make a point is that I can't change the industry. Yeah. These are things that I think are wrong in the industry. And so then I'm voicing my opinion on them because I can't, I mean, I'm not sure if I just go and text all my friends or all the people I know that do this, it's not going to come across right. They're not going to take that critique. But if I just try to flatten, what I'm trying to do is explain why I think this is an issue, mm-hmm. right? And then you guys take it as an audience. Maybe some people that create content are listening to this and they take, at least think about it. You know, this is just food for thought where I think it's an, another side rant that's attached to this. I saw like this graph, you know, and you see these circle graphs where things overlap, you know, and like, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I like sports and then like basketball. Oh, Venn diagram. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. And one is capitalism and like bad things. <coughs> mm-hmm. hey, capitalism can be bad yeah. if the individual doesn't take responsibility to allow their morals to go evenly with their need to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. If you allow the greed for money to overdo any decision you make that conflicts with your morals, yeah. now capitalism is bad, right? But it's on the individual who owns the business. It's on the individual that purchases into the business. If we all still allow our morals or, or our, 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 our humanity to be involved with our decisions, mm-hmm. now you can have some happy capitalism. Because I like making money. I love making businesses. I like making money. I like nice things. I like living, not worrying about my bills. I like not worrying about my... Just like everybody else. Yeah. I like really nice things. I like fast, nice cars. And I'm going to get some fast, nice cars here. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. And, and Connor's going to get a, a, a refrigerated tricycle. An ice cream tricycle <laughs> for $600. That probably doesn't even move. Probably not. But I'm going to allow, you know, I, w- I want to do it on my terms, I guess. Right. And, right. I, and it just frustrates me that these people who claim to be organic, they claim to be authentic, they claim to want to be helping people. Right. Mm. What's like there's all these cliche terms out there like my truth and uh, what are these other shit terms that really piss me off that people misuse Uh, serve. People Mm. always say serve. I'm here to serve. I'm here to (laughs) help and serve you. I'd, I, you (laughs) uh, if you could just refill my coffee cup, that'd be really sweet. You helping. Uh, What purpose? Purpose. 
purpose? Mm. What purpose do I serve? Who am I serving? I'm here to serve. How can I serve you best? That's mm-hmm. how people are talking to their mm-hmm. audiences. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 trust me, I'm sorry if you guys are listening and you think I'm hating on you. Maybe I'm hating on you if you think I'm hating on you. You know, like, it you might, can, It might be you. It might, it might be you, but it might be if you. If you're very defensive right now, look in the mirror. But I think you can serve and have a purpose and I want to help people get healthy. I want to help people laugh that are in a really mm-hmm. dark time. I want to create, create content for people who are, who are uh, grinding concrete. Mm-hmm. They can plug in our podcast, and maybe that hour goes a little less taxing. I want to help people. I want to make money. Mm-hmm. And they don't just have to be one or the other. Right. Where I just feel like there's people that just don't give a fuck. Just give a fuck. Mike, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> On... Uh, uh, just to transition to something and end with something um, um, uh, positive, you know our our gym is Third Street Barbell Three SB. Here, <clears throat> um, that we're not able to open yet. No, but uh, from from the beginning we talked about the concept of uh, good company, and I think it'd be an, just an, a nice little ending point to uh, talk about what what good company means to us. What yeah, that, what that means. Uh, Lead the way you came up. With I it. came up with it, yeah. yeah, and um, and that almost was like that was that was in the running for the name of the place in the in the in the first place, and to me it um, like I have experienced being in situations like with gyms or whatever where everybody was pretty cool with each other, everybody was supportive of each other, um, everybody had. Uh, common goals and everyone wanted to have a good time but it what that necessarily didn't mean that everyone wanted to get shit faced together all the time or any of that kind of stuff um, everybody was supportive of of one another even sometimes grudgingly supporting sure. supportive of each other because it's like that sometimes people the world is not good company doesn't mean that no one's going to be a little bit you know, right. jealous of what somebody else is able to accomplish, but but for the most part, not letting that turn into or that means into negativity be or hate best or friends whatever. with everyone. Right, right. And also, it means uh, to me that the environment of the of the physical environment is also welcoming. You come in and you feel comfortable, and you feel like it's a place that you, that you're um, feel safe, and you feel like you can uh, you feel supported in your goals, and you feel like you can accomplish things there that you can maybe not accomplish other places or on your own. So yeah. that's that's what it means to me. I dig it. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the same. Um, but to me, it's it's the, the individual responsibility within a group to be a part of something bigger than yourself, to be a team player, for yeah. lack of a better term, uh, and to want to do it, whatever you're doing, more importantly, who you're doing it with. Mm-hmm. I don't like grinding cement. <laughs> if it was just me, I probably would have never grinded cement. But <clears> I had the team of these four guys, Connor, Kyle, Jim. And so I grinded that cement like a mother. Even Kyle said, he's like, bro, I think I lost you for a couple hours. He's like, I was asking if you want me to take that thing over. I was like, bro, I was gone. But I had you guys there. I was going to finish this thing. And so you kind of zone out. You kind of get into it. And, and that goes back to some of my best friends. My, my my best friend Jared who passed away was that guy. Like, it didn't really matter. I did a lot of things I really didn't want to do with him. But you were around him. And you had a good time. Yeah. Um, and to take that responsibility individually to try to make a good time with yeah. who you're with. And then choosing who you want to be around. Um, and then a, a lot of the environment. I think that there's a thing in psychology, and I could be getting this completely wrong, called fixed action pattern, where you get locked into doing something and everything else just kind of fades away. Yeah, it felt like flow kind yeah, of. Yeah, flow, yeah. similar to flow, yeah. except that um, fixed action pattern can be positive or negative, whereas flow is always positive ish. Yeah, yeah, this, uh, I think I was in flow. It turned out kind of positive. Like it made time go in a good way. But yeah, so good company is that. Good company is. Um, Part of it, I like the positive in Mike says that I uh, I do this because I'm a team player. But the truth maybe is that I, I just am not going to make decisions. But if the whole group really wants to go to McDonald's, yeah, I kind of want to go to Burger King. I'm not going to say Burger King. I'll yeah. just say like, all right, let's rock with McDonald's. Or or these guys really want to go to a baseball game. I don't really like baseball. Uh, instead of just staying home, I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'm going to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good company to me. And that's, again, it's on the individual to add to the bigger picture, to be a part of something bigger than yourself, of the team, to create the good company. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as I, even if I go, but I say, I hate baseball, that's that's not the good company. You're no. Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. already that already just shit on this. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not a part of it at that point, even though you're in the yeah, car Yeah, I'm with there. Us. Yeah, I'm yeah, there, yeah. but I'm not a part of it. And Jim's yeah, got yeah. his hat on, and Kyle's yeah. got his fucking big league chew in his mouth. 
And I'm just like, baseball shocks. Like, that doesn't help nobody. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, you know, I just got to say, like, all right, man, I'm going. Get me a beer, you know? Yeah, and then right, I just show yeah, up, and right. either I'm talking to you or I'm paying attention. or I'm. And, it, and it's about the people that you're with. The, 100%. The company and not... Uh, this is my this is my my Dang. grandson with blue a blue. Oh. That's the biggest ice cream and smallest cone I've ever seen. Is that ice cream or is that cotton candy? That's, uh, is that cotton candy? Or is I that thought it was ice cream. Bubblegum ice cream? Yeah. It is entirely bubblegum ice cream. Oh my it's the gosh. smallest cone Holy and the biggest shit. scoop. That's so Dude. funny. That looks That's good so though. Funny. So blue. That just came in from That's funny. Came in from Canada. Um this is also my my grandson who does not want to leave the ha- house without a hat and will leave um He's going to turn into me. We have sunglasses on without a without a problem. He's three. He also has no trouble wearing a mask. So there, yeah, easy. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't. He had that mask. The Superman yeah, one, right? Yeah, Superman yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's funny, dude. Mask required in yeah. uh, Nova Scotia as of the thirty first. So yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Um, you got anything, yeah. Kyle? Yeah, I mean, back towards uh, yeah, good company, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be somewhere around our door, man. Like I think, uh, like when you walk into the gym or whatever. Or the rug of like basically like leave it at the door, leave it outside, and like leave whatever, man. Because like you can go to any one of us in the gym, and hopefully we're trying to build a kind of community where you walk in, you'll see a guy maybe you don't know, chick you don't know. Um, you can even maybe if they're obviously you know they want to be cool and talk to them stuff like that. Just like ask questions just uh, for you know anybody. You go up to anyone, ask them a question like, "Hey man, I see you're squatting like this, and it looks like you know you you can handle this weight really well. What what are you doing? Like how are, how are you doing that? Because mm. I've done this for five years, I can't do it right. You know what I mean? Like I mean we're gonna learn from each other like crazy. I've already learned a ton from everyone like in the room right now. Um, just while we were working, man, I learned a ton. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna be kind of the kind of place where you can walk up to literally me, Jim, Mike, Connor, and ask them anything. You literally ask mm. them any question you got. Hey man, when's the next uh, poker night or something like that? Whatever we're, we're gonna do, community stuff like that. Any sort of question, we don't want someone to walk in there and feel like not necessarily uncomfortable, but just like ah, uh, just feels like kind of a gym vibe. Like no, we, we kind of don't want that. We kind of mm-hmm. we kind of want people involved. We don't want we don't want someone like you want to be somewhat like positively intimidated. Like if you see someone squatting eight hundred pounds, mm-hmm. you're like, dude, this is dope. Like this is sick. I want to be in here. Even mm-hmm. though you squat one thirty five, nobody cares. There's a difference like, feeling of uh, wanting to train by yourself and training alone. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So like, if that's you want to getting at, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to go in yeah. there and you want to put in your headphones and squat in the corner, that's fine. But you're not alone. Right. You right, know, right. someone's gonna be whether you know it or not, we're probably gonna be clapping for you on that big set. <clears> someone's <throat> gonna be watching. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it. Uh, it's actually just something you said sort of sparked in my mind. Like, it's also not. It's not just that it's good company, but it's it's almost um, it's an encouragement to be good company. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you come in, yeah. you know? we set a new standard. Basically, yeah. we're trying to set a standard. That's what we want to do. Set a tone yeah. when you walk in. Yeah, exactly, sure. exactly. Anything, Connie? To close us out with. Good company to me is being able to completely be myself and having other people around me accepting that. And you should understand that we. Give Connor a lot of shit. We give Kyle a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Connor and Kyle give Mike a lot of shit. And we give Unrightful. Jim a lot of shit, dude. We give Jim so much. <laughs> but it, but that but the way that we do it is uh, it it's never very uncomfortable or anything like that. It's all the normal stuff that you get yeah, from yeah. being in a group of of. Uh, of and I would you can't even just you can't say guys because because. Sure. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's everyone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think people want that. I kind of want that's, that. No, yeah, you know, yeah, mess with them and poke at them. Yeah, like, just to, that's how you know you're yeah. being accepted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to Connor's point, I think uh, that's like how you feel comfortable. Obviously, you feel like yourself, and then you can also be again, like you can be, you can train by yourself, but not be alone. You know, if mm-hmm. you are that person, that's fine. But I do think it takes a little bit of effort. It takes effort to be yourself, even though that sounds stupid. Uh, it takes a little courage to be yourself That's in most true. situations, yeah. even though that sounds stupid. And if we all allow that, and then we become a community, whether that is online with our audience, with our apparel that stretches internationally or, or in person, I, the environment that in basketball we had a rule, you, you said what's up and goodbye to everybody. So uh-huh. you came in, we fist pounded down the line. Like we had a stage on our basketball court, like the stage of my school. And so uh-huh. that's where everybody just sat and put on their sneakers and stuff. And yeah, you just literally walked the line. And at the gym, very least, you just throw up a little peace sign while you're walking out the door. Just a little something. And and that will turn into, I want to say goodbye to everybody. Because mm-hmm. I'll feel weird if I just leave. In the improv world, <clears throat> there's a tradition that you pat everybody on the back 
and everybody pats you on the back and you say, got your back, got your back, got your back. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And uh, I've said this before, but the thing about improv is that you're not alone. Yeah. You can feel like you're very alone, but in, in reality, and it, if, you're, or if you're surrounded by people who, who uh, do not want to see you flounder, yeah. they'll be there to help you if Imp- you get stuck somehow or they, you know, they can take something in another direction, not just stand there and, yeah. and watch you turn into a puddle of shit on the floor. You know? Improv school uh, example too because it's one of the few things uh, I think that are real teamwork besides team sports. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, if I, y- you want me to be on my best because mm-hmm. that's going to make your job so much easier. Because if I start stuttering and saying something stupid, mm-hmm. now you got to pick up my stupidness, yeah. right? Or you got to pick up my 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 dead space, or you got to pick up my my not continuing the story. But if, yeah. I, if I bring out some fucking funny shit, you're, it's easier for you to jump on. Obviously, like team sports, um, and with the apparel and with the in person, that's where a lot of like kind of our lifestyle branding will go. It's things you want to do with individuals, things you have mm-hmm. to do with individuals, mm-hmm. things you have to do with a friend, um, and maybe you can do it alone again. You can train by yourself, and you can play basketball by yourself but it's much more fun to do it not alone when mm-hmm. you choose to go work on your jump shot rather than playing with the teammate but uh yeah 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 i think it's good yeah i think right. it's good let's right. close this one out connor where can people find you oh dude tug away hey we need At- to get these two kids connor uh, de- deleted his old instagram for some reason he, w- he went through like a 23 year old existential crisis for no reason his life was only getting better and he just disappeared into it he got a tattoo <laughs> he dyed his hair pink and he just i'm deleting my instagram so we need to get him back up <laughs> to ten thousand followers i think we can Easy, do it dude. i'm Easy. continually losing followers on instagram so that's just how instagram me too yeah Let's me too no, we're like, gonna get you Jay. no everyone is everyone that's who instagram. max tuning <laughs> max tuning's really upfront with it he just like he's like wow i'm back down to whatever number and he'll post it like that's just how instagram is right now i don't Make really a progress know i'm down <laughs> that's what he <laughs> yeah. said for TikTok. that's what i did Oh, that's true. He did go okay. TikTok. He so used TikTok. Yeah, all right, follow his TikTok and his Instagram. But let's get 10k on the. Ground. Is there a swipe up for TikTok at no, a certain amount? Not. There's not. Is there anything with TikTok so. like that? I don't, I don't think oh. you can. What, what's yeah. your TikTok? <laughs> Add Augusta Films if you play FIFA. If you don't, then probably never go to that page. That's <laughs> all that is. Uh, and on Instagram, at Connor O'Neill. Fair point. And I'm at the Jim McD. No, I'm a. Uh, I'm Kyle.Castro, and there's like two O's or three O's at the end, I think, or something think like that. Two. You don't even yeah. know? I think there's two. It's two. Mike, I, I got to step it up. You're right, man. You gotta it's remember. time to step it up. Ladies and gentlemen, give us a rating review. Brand new show every single Wednesday. Updates coming. New shows coming. New guests coming. Probably staying casual until we can get uh, a better feel on what the hell's going on. I'm selling Mike, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to find me. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. Follow the show on Instagram. We are 50% facts, where percent is a word, facts, wait a minute, 50 is just numbers, and uh, the website is the same. I need to update the website. I have been too busy to do everything that I need to do, so I've been hitting the high spots on literally everything lately, so uh, cut me some slack. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.